Welcome to Primary Attribute, we're a Castle and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they, them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam, I play as Vons. Uh, we both use he, him pronouns. Vons is our furry little fox folk alchemist friend, who is currently stuffed full of owl bear meat. Is that poultry or more of a beef-like substance? It's just game. Just, just it's just game. I'm it's sure the it other, is. other, other white meat. <laughs> I'm Erin. I play Erisine. I use she or they pronouns. Erisine uses she her pronouns. Erisine. Uh, is uh really glad that she got that half elf to love her. I'm Kelly. I play Wealthy Taylor, the halfling wizard. We both use she her pronouns. Um Wealthy thinks it's weird that somebody ate seed cake out of her hand. <laughs> His hands were full. What do you want? <laughs> and I'm Wit. I play Grix, the cobalt illusionist slash mechanic. We both use he him pronouns. And uh, Grix is uh, Grix is happy to be here, and currently slightly not insane? Question mark. Still, hopefully, well, maybe less than usual. <laughs> if you get a chance, you should rate review us on your podcast platform of choice. It helps people find us. It encourages us to make great work, and you should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well. Aaron, would you like to do the recap? Yes, please. Uh, so we met a man in the forest who had found a goat beetle. His name was Jelsum Squab, and he had some friends, acquaintances, cannon fodder named TW and WT. Sorry, <laughs> some friends or acquaintances or cannon fodder named TW and W2, who did not speak, possibly because they were not allowed to. <laughs> uh... Jelsum and the PCs had a really cool, a bunch of really cool, awkward intros. Uh, and then Jelsum helped us find the people village. On the way, we ran into some owl bears and had a big fight in which uh, we just straight murdered the owl bears. It was very intense. And Erisine didn't even have a, a turn in combat, which was really fascinating. <laughs> really made Erisine feel great about the fact that other people can get shit done without her. Oh. <laughs> what? No, it's good. It's good okay. that people can get shit done without Erisine. <laughs> she has too big a head about that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> uh, we got some loot from the owlbear stomachs, and as Adam previously stated, we uh, got a bunch of meat from the owlbears using Oregon Trail rules, which was real fun. Uh, Jelsum and Erisine had a little heart-to-heart -heart on watch, and when Jelsum got us to the village, we all had a touching goodbye, uh, in which Jelsum accidentally said he loved us all, and that was very touching. And so Erisine got that half-elf to admit to loving her, which is really all she wants from most things in the world. <laughs> I'm sure desperately craving approval from everyone you meet will not go poorly. <laughs> it hasn't slide. so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's never led to any bad uh, outcomes. <laughs> what are you talking about? 
She didn't almost alienate her best friend by uh, chasing her actively around a lockdown party, (laughs) trying to find out why she was acting weird, (laughs) making everyone feel uncomfortable. Vons is going to deliver a basket of cloaks and vests and whatever the hell else he wears to Ericene with a little note that says, if you wash this, it might love you. (laughs) <laughs> what? What? Fonz just wants someone else to do his laundry and has a very bad plan. <laughs> I All of his plans are bad. I mean, accurate and valid. <laughs> uh, so we've got a we've got a a village here. Yeah, yeah well, there's a village, or at least that's what you've been told. You go and you go where um, Jelsum is indicated, and you are very quickly walking through a narrow, narrow, narrow ravine. It is maybe five feet across, and there is a tiny river running through it, and you can barely see the sky above you. And then I need intelligence checks, just from Grix, actually. Rude. No, that's not... Sorry. I did not prepare. Uh, 18. All right, Grix. Yeah. You, as you guys wind through this little path, you get the distinct impression that something is wrong. Uh Uh-oh. And you figure out that you are in some sort of illusion. Oh, no. That is misdirecting you slightly. But you think you can get the group around it. Basically, you keep turning right. You need to turn left. Sort of. Mm, and unfocus your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. But you know that. Um, yeah. If you go that way. And also just to be prepared. Because that illusion has an end point, And you don't know what's on the other side of it. Yeah. Because like probably someone is using it for defense or whatever. And yeah. Once we break through, they're going to, you know stab us yeah uh yeah uh i'll uh, i'll bring it up to the group uh, hey uh hey folks uh careful here uh there's uh there's something going on in the air it's a little uh illusiony uh just just be ready for for stuff uh i mean this is a village in a in a you know corrupted world uh they're probably just just looking out for themselves but be ready okay ah. well, well do all right let me go left yep Turn left, and you walk a little bit. (gasps) Blue steel. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Aristine's doing that as you walk through. (laughs) I assume Aaron is all, or Aristine, yeah. Yeah. Is always Um, doing uh, blue steel. That's uh, really, really very, very fair. And so you're looking away as you all step across the threshold where the illusion ends. And Grix, but you're looking forward. And huh? uh, you very quickly find a spear leveled at your face. <laughs> hi. <laughs> oh, hi. Helen Wamet. Is the person who's got a spear in Grix's face Grix's height? Or are they just holding their spear really low? Uh, they're holding their spear pretty low. This person is an elf. Did they have to lower? Was it embarrassing? Did I come through and they were like, oh, shit. <laughs> if they uh, if they had that moment, you didn't notice it. I use it as a power move. Vaughn's just continues walking. <laughs> Vaughn's pushes on. past the rest of you, and Vaughn's you get poked with the tip of a spear from one of the other people that are now forming a blockade across the Oh, there's more than one of you? There are, in fact, four of them. Aracene pulls on Vaughn's cloak to pull him back to the, uh, you know, uh, traveler's formation. 
Vaughn's <laughs> counting the number of party members on his fingers. Uh, we got your we got your message uh, that there was a village around here, and uh, we are uh, here to here to do some trade and check out, you know, get some uh, respite. And- also, Jelsum Squab just like helped us find the place. Yeah, and I've been traveling with him for like three days. He didn't. He he got a little weird when we suggested that he could come in with us, but uh, he seemed like he thought everyone hated him for some reason. It was very awkward. And yeah, what have you guys been t- saying to that guy? Nothing. Also, he keeps hi. getting our people killed. <laughs> oh yeah, he doesn't seem to have a whole lot of um affection yeah, he for other that. people either. So like that's fair, I guess. He seems to be a bit what? of an owlbear magnet. I can I can see that. Anyway, um, we're uh us where we we came we're from. Chill. We came from Arx Multimus uh, originally, but um, there's an outpost uh out on the coast uh that we you know, kind of using as an outpost. Uh, we yeah, also I belong up with here. Jack Don't the worry God. about me. Bye. Yeah, what we did. Vaughn say? <laughs> oh, Vaughn, very much in the background. Slides what, what behind, say, waiting for other people What'd to talk. Say? Says, what did you uh, say with your words? <laughs> I belong here. Don't worry about me. Bye. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, hi. Who are you? <laughs> Not used to receiving visitors. Yeah, well, that's fair. Um, is that like one of those Puritan names? You get a very <laughs> level look. <laughs> one of the uh, of these four people, two of them are elves, two of them are human. They are all burly and bearded. You're not used to burly, burly and bearded elves, but here we are. I'm talking like ZZ top levels of beard here. Oh my god. <laughs> not quite Amazing. that long, but lots of volume, you know. <laughs> is is this a uh is this like a dwarven trait or? Well, they appear to be elves and humans. So uh, if it is a dwarven trait, I was going to make a joke about beards being cultural appropriation, but I really don't want to open that can of forums. So... Thank you. <laughs> so no, if it that's is a... fine. Elves aren't real. <laughs> so if it is a dwarven trait, it is uh, somehow made its way into the culture of this group because none of them are dwarves. So, um... but it's not exclusively dwarven. If that was what you were asking. Sweet oh, no. beard, be bros. Probably takes a while. Thanks. Listen, we're going to have to have the uh, the local sniffy over before we let you in all the way, but you can advance. We will guide you because you made it in, so clearly you know what you're doing. And you're going to buy me dinner first? <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. So none of you are drummers, right? Because they usually have to shave their beard with that getting in the way. <laughs> Such is my understanding of this body face, this uh, facial hairstyle. Are you going to start making me wish that Jelsum had gotten you all killed? I mean, this like, the... oh, this is the yeah. The, the, I thought that yeah. was a feature, not a bug. <laughs> please, no. please, please believe that we're like totally normal. We've just been yeah. out for a while, and um, it's been a minute since we saw anyone that we didn't already know pretty well. So, like. Don't people go like a little, you know, just kind of, I don't know, just like weird. Well, well, what group are you from? You said something about an Arx Multimus. We haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's uh, it's a, a flying mountain. Yeah, it's one of the flying mountains. Took off it's, like it's gravity impaired. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, gravity's pairing it soon. Um, I guess everyone make a wisdom check. Oh, they don't buy it. Oh, my God. Oh, that's a 26. 
Wow. I want you to know that's a nat 20. All right. Mine's only a 15. I rolled a four. I got 25. I'm not doing the math because I rolled a four. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Adam and Aaron, for making me not think I'd slipped into a parallel universe where this party can actually roll wisdom. (laughs) 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 At least not uniformly. But Wealthy and Grix. Yeah. You will say your piece about a flying mountain. Yeah. And you see the faces of these barely bearded folk. And the two humans and one of the elves give you this look like, yeah, whatever, buddy. You haven't seen it? The guy who's been talking is an elf who looks very old and mostly looks surprised (laughs) and hides it fairly well. But you notice. So you think you at least have one guy who believes you. Because it's a recognition surprise, not a holy shit, a flying mountain surprise. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not going to be coy about this. I'm going to point to him. Hey, you, you've seen it. You know what I'm talking about. Saw it when it took off several centuries ago. I can't believe it's still in the air. Well, you know. Well, apparently it's the last there, one. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're from there. Uh, we didn't know you all were down here. Sorry. Yeah, we were, like, pretty sure that everybody was dead or shadow corrupted, so. But it's cool. It's cool you figured out how to stay. Yeah, that's cool we figured out how to keep flying. I mean, it was staying or dying, so. Yeah. Didn't you say something about a town with, like, a god in it? Is that this town? No. Yeah, we explained all of that. That's not this. That's not this. (laughs) That's not not here? (laughs) No. Okay. No. No, that guy was hella chill. You could tell we were not up to yeah, anything. No spears. Zero spears. Zero spears. Fishing poles. Even worse. <laughs> no. Well, all right. At least we know you're from somewhere. It kind of makes sense. What brought you to the ground? Also, walk this way. And you guys are being guided down one of these uh, little gullies now. And two of the spearmen fallen behind you as a group. And two are in front, including well... Mr. Gruff old dude. Describe the um, walk. <laughs> Thank you, Wit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Describe the walk. <laughs> they want us to walk this way. Yeah. We need to know how they're walking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Confidently. Young Frankenstein, fine, fine, fine. Come Someone on. got into the catnip before recording. <laughs> no, I always have to make my old movie references. It's my always that happens trait. that happens even when uh when when, it's, when we're not recording when we're not recording oh i was referring to kelly but you go on <laughs> anyway so it brings arcs down on the surface i thought the whole idea was that uh it was a suicidal idea to come down here or stay down here well that's what everyone told us yeah but also like um this guy and i point and i like kind of thumb over my shoulder uh to uh jenkins i'm like this guy had to go and figure out he was get he got reincarnated and fucking run off without telling anybody where he was going (laughs) to be fair the suicidal part hasn't entirely been disproven yet this place is Mm -hmm. totally out to kill you Mm -hmm. yeah i have uh i have watched my friends almost die many times Never to actually be fair, died, though. To, to be world. fair, we have m- nearly died multiple times on the Ark as well, so. Yeah, yeah well, that that's just because we, like, you know, go adventuring and shit. We do kind of ask for it, don't we? I would never use that phrase, but yeah. Yeah, that's kind of grim. 
<laughs> so sounds like y'all are lucky idiots from what I'm hearing. Oh, yeah, for thanks. sure. The yes, luckiest. Uh-huh. <laughs> that normally doesn't get that response, but all right. Anyway, we're here. Just well, uh, we're not very um like wise. We're very smart, but we don't have a whole lot of um common sense. Is a perfectly normal way to introduce yourself to strangers. Is that um, why they always tell me I have a smart mouth and a dumbass? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I haven't met the people that are telling you that, but sure, why not? <laughs> anyway, please stand in this pool of water that is now in front of you. <laughs> there is a shallow I... pool of water in front of what? all of you that You're is big enough for that. everyone to step in. I don't into. like that. I just nope. hop in. Yeah, I, don't I follow care. Ericene. I watch to see what happens to Ericene and Wealthy. What are you doing, Grix? No, I don't like that. I'm I'm pausing for a moment. I'm hesitating. Alara just hops on in. Jenkins hops on in. We're talking like a foot deep at most, which I realize is still a lot for Greg. Yeah, and then and well, yeah, and then you toss in the uh, you know the open power conduit, and we're all toast. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, <laughs> uh it's up to past my knees, so it's uh, a foot deep, Kelly. You're yeah, I two know foot eighteen. It's past your waist. <laughs> Uh, green and Percy hold, go in as well. <laughs> I hold, uh, I hold Wealthy's hand. I come, like, way I above come her in. Head. I, I climb just, in. like, make sure she's, like, you know, able to, like, you know, stand upright. See what I mean about that catnip? <laughs> I don't know why you say catnip. She's just giggly. Really is always giggly whenever anything weird happens with Ericene. Always. Adam's saying she Katniff can... out of consideration that marijuana possession is still a federal crime. <laughs> <laughs> also, it somehow very much seems Kelly's style. Oh, God. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. It just struck me as hilarious. The idea yeah. of just, I'm, I'm sorry, just like a little kid. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, now uh, stay <laughs> I there. I would do the same second. to anyone who was much, who was like that much shorter than me, and like you know, halfway to their, you know, up to their waist in in water. Now, yeah. now just uh, hold still, and if you want to hold my hand, you can. You don't have to. Keep holding hands, I guess, and uh, try to relax. Stand on her shoes. No, I don't Keep let going. her stand on that my shoes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go on, go on, go on. Uh, I need wisdom checks again from everybody. People who have listened, add your plus two. Or have listened bonuses, add your plus two. That's a dirty 20. <sighs> Rolled a, wo- a four again. Um, <laughs> 10, 11, 12, I guess. 17. 29. Jesus. All right. 19 plus eight plus two for listen. Ericene, you hear a rush of water coming from upstream. Wealthy, you pick up on it quickly as well, but only once it's closer. And you guys are looking, you can see kind of some white foam come, like white foam in terms of, you know, like rapids, fast moving water, uh, jet around the curve in front of you. But before you can particularly react, a uh, very large creature question mark? rears up out of the water and towers over all of you. I hold Wealthy's hand harder. I clutch Ericene's hand. How big is this water? The water? Yeah. Uh, The pond is about, the pool you're in is about a foot deep, but it is like 10, 15 feet around. So how big is this creature? You know, it's filling up about 10 feet across at one end of the pool. 
Is the water level going okay. down, or is it... It is, in fact, not going down at all. This okay. isn't real. And uh, the creature is currently holding itself up at about 15 feet tall. It kind of seems like a dragon, but it's too long for the kind of dragons you're used to. I will hold up my uh, hand as if it is a um, a cat that wants to sniff my hand. Uh Crix is going to start shouting in Draconic at it. And like... What are you saying? In a scolding voice. No! No! <laughs> Bad! No down! I Sorry, also I'm... speak Draconic and I'll be like, Hey! Pss, 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 pss. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> and I'll, I'll basically I'll just tell it to submit. <laughs> Great, make a charisma check. Okay. All right. All right. That's that's not that's okay. And yeah. Uh 17. The creature leans down to you. Its head is not quite as big as your body. <laughs> and it grins at you with some very sharp teeth. This whole creature appears to be made out of the water, but as it pushes towards you, you just get this sense of mass and solidity. Mm. And it growls and just says, do not treat me like an animal, or I will eat you. In Draconic? Yes. Ericene also hears this and is like, oh, cool. So like, uh, what's your deal then? If you're, you know, not um, animalistic. In Draconic, she says this. Vons is contemplating what happens when you add Kool-Aid. <laughs> I am one of the guardians of this place, and I am here to make sure that you are okay to enter besides apparently being very stupid oh yeah we're uh we're like peak dumb um <laughs> regular himbos over here um but yeah Grix i mean is, like uh, what do you think is... we're here what is a himbo <laughs> oh it's um grix is growling like a chihuahua <laughs> uh Aristine picks him up so he feels bigger <laughs> <laughs> Good. It stops, likes to be tall. It stops being. It stops acting like a scared chihuahua. Alara buffs Grix gently on the head with a broadsheet. You don't know where she got it. Perfect. I love the dynamic of our group at this juncture. No notes. Extremely healthy. No problems. Extremely healthy. No problems. Now hold still. Ericene holds still and tries to keep Grix from squirming. <laughs> the big dragon-like creature circles around all of you. You are very closely, it seems like sniffing, but you don't feel the movement of air. Mm-hmm. Wealthy specifically make an intelligence check. God. Uh, that is 11 plus 2 is 13 plus 6 is 19. You went to school for this shit. Shocking no one, this creature is basically pure magic. <laughs> and what you can feel as it sniffs at you is you you have your own magic that you, you know, keep inside of you and have cultivated more than most, but you know that it's kind of it's a feeling that you have. It's like when the it's the same kind of thing where like if you get anxious or like the hair sticks up on the back of your neck and you don't know why, but then something bad actually happens. It's kind of that same thing where it suffuses you and then makes itself known. But you feel it kind of pull away from you a little bit. Not in a bad way, but kind of like when you cast. 
And like it drifts, say, if it was being breathed in by something <laughs> temporarily when the creature sniffs. And so you have a feeling this thing is tasting everyone's magic. Does it feel yeah. like when you use a Q-tip really deep, but not too deep, but really deep? It does not. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds more invasive than this That sounds would really be. specific. Yeah, this is more of just like, it's a very strange feeling and Wealthy can recognize it for what it is. But for the rest of you, it feels like, you know, your skin crawls a little bit, like you get very cold in one spot or you get too hot or things like that. But it does finish its slow circle around you and turns to the uh, the guards and just says, they may pass. Oh, sweet. Thanks. Ah, cheers. <laughs> may we know a name for you? No, it leaves. <laughs> Zips right back up that river. <laughs> but do you have any towels? No. All right. Just dry All right. ourselves off. So we're we're here in this uh, village oh, now. Oh, everyone didn't take off their shoes before they got in the pool. No. No, huh. the hair on my feet's all wet. Oh, you know, I guess I'm literally the only one who has to wear boots. <laughs> I got big old claws. I don't, I don't have shoes. I don't know. I thought maybe you'd have like. I've been over this. <laughs> it's been a long ass time. I don't expect you to remember. Sorry. No, it's fine. I don't think I even took a note on it. No, it's fine. It was a long ass time ago, and I didn't even remember until, like, I would never remember it if if someone hadn't. Brought if I it hadn't up. like specifically brought it up under yeah. circumstances yeah. that were the same. Grix has tippity tappity toe claws. Yeah, yeah. Grix has had like Jerry rig shoes for stealth missions, but those only came up when they failed one time, and otherwise are. <laughs> Like, you know, claw covering so you don't click and clack on stone. But other than that. The hallways of the kobold warrens just sound like lots of tapping all day. Yeah. Yeah. Clack, clatter, clack. But all right. That, uh, those guards, all the guys like, all right, you pass. Come on. There are towels in the actual village. Cool. Oh, okay. And so you take a few more twists and turns and, well, it doesn't really open up, but you start seeing tents. This place is... You've gone kind of slowly sloping further and further down, and it is getting on towards night. But yeah, when you look towards the sky, it's like this little sliver of the night sky is all you can see. However, there are lanterns lit in kind of all manner of basically anything you can light with a flame is being used. Anything from uh, lanterns to candles to in some places actually on the ground or in crevices like actual, you know, cook fires and stuff. Mm -hmm. The tents are seemingly mounted or hanging from or otherwise secured to the walls of this ravine. There are very few that are actually on the ground and only in some of the wider areas. And you all, you're no experts on this uh, this tent thing because they don't really come up on the arcs very much, but they all appear to be lashed together with some pretty rough-hewn rope and uh, hide, hide panels seem to be the order of the day here when it comes to material. Okay. There seem to be a goodly number of people. After you get past that initial space, you're able to see down and there's like a fork in the path and you can see glowing tents scattered around. Um, you can make an intelligence chest to check to try to guess at how many people you're seeing. But generally speaking, I, it's a big group, but not a ton of people. Is it, is it more solar punk or apocalypse, post-apocalypse? Hmm. Good question. I got a 20 on my intelligence check to think about how many people this seems like. You would guess based on 
just you know quick glances around counting tents guessing there's probably about a hundred people here give or take okay there aren't a lot of huge groups and the tents do seem to have a pretty definitive end point down one of the paths that you can look down as far as solar punk versus post-apocalypse solar punk is like we're doing all this stuff on purpose right yeah it's it's definition we're using yeah it's it's a lot more hopeful yeah it's it's really straddling that line Everything is pretty rough and post-apocalyptic, but this is probably the most peaceful thing you've seen down here that wasn't inside a god's pocket space or end of list. (laughs) Okay. And that wasn't really down here. That's elsewhere. Yeah. Ericene turns to the guard who uh, recognized the idea of an arcs, and she goes, this is really lovely. Has it been like uh, this in this location the whole time? No, we move around. That makes t- a lot of sense. But uh, it's expensive. So we try to stay in one place if we can, but... Expensive, like emotional toll or... Well, yeah, that too. But uh, that big uh, dragony thing you saw? Oh, you have, yeah. to, like, you have to like pay it somehow. It's a fay. We cut a deal with them to have hiding spots. Oh. And... uh. They're pricey, hmm. especially for hiding the herds. But that's another thing. I was wondering where you, you know, got all of the hides from, because um, from our experience, the shadow creatures don't leave those. Yeah, while you're them. staying, I hope you like venison, because that's pretty much what we got. Oh, I don't think I've ever had venison, which is uh, very exciting. Is it pre-smoked? Wait, what? Are you implying that we catch the animals on fire first? No, like the smokiness of the creatures. Is that adding oh, flavor? No, 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 no. It's the, not. It's are, not corrupted venison. You don't want to eat corrupted meat. Uh. Ha, has that been tried? Because like we're also trying to. I mean, we're trying to understand the corruption. So like maybe we can do something to cure it or at least prevent it in people. Once it dies, it disappears, right? So if that's the case, then. Yeah, but some people have tried to uh, take a chomp during that short window, and uh, they fell very ill and died shortly thereafter. Oh, okay. Well, that's good Bummer. to know. What? Yeah. You can visit Bummer, me. I guess, just don't eat random shit that you find on the ground that's smoking <laughs> black crud. Meanwhile, you can see Vons's appetite literally diminish in front of you. Like, <laughs> just so unusual about things that he randomly finds smoking on the ground. Yeah. Listen, uh, I think you all gave me your names at some point, probably. Did you? Yeah. Yeah. What? You, you all gave your names, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my real one, but you know. What? Morty. <laughs> Are you Morty this time, or what's your uh, your name of choice? <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll just go with Morty. Nobody down here has heard that one yet. It's fresh. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Listen, Grix, right? Yeah, that's me. Things were pretty fucking grim when all of this started. Uh Uh-huh. It was that or starving to death. Or at least that's what those people thought. So. Yeah, fair. Don't know how you're flying mountains these days, but I imagine you can actually. Well, you figured something out. You all look relatively healthy. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I mean, it probably helped that the, the, it was an originally a military installation, so they already had some infrastructure. Yeah, uh-huh. sounds nice. Yeah, but uh, now it's crashing, and uh, we gotta find a way off. 
So uh, yeah, it's very, of... very slowly losing power. Yeah. But that slowness is in uh, is it's speeding up, and uh, we're trying to we're trying to you know um, kind of play whack a mole with all the problems that are going on, like. What's going on with the shadow corruption? What's going on with the mountain falling? You know, can we retake the ground or no? Or, you know, what the fuck is happening? I wonder You've how- You've never well heard that... of a mafin we have you? <laughs> I think uh, two things happen. First off, when you're like, we have to take care of all this shit, guard guy turns to the younger folks and see, this is why you want life to be boring. Listen to this. <laughs> never complain again. And then you say stuff about the Mayfinwees, and I get to roll a check. And Vaughn's <laughs> rolls his eyes. I don't know. Ericene is a Ericene is a power player. I don't know what to tell you. She always wants to know who knows who. And people that she's never heard of before who have been on the ground all this time. One of them is an old ass elf. Maybe they have known a Mayfinwee. Impossible oh. to say. Which Mayfinwee? Uh, Frymeath. Let's go with Frymeath. That's the best option. <laughs> That's the best option. <laughs> yeah, you haven't gotten that old woman to love you yet, so. Yeah, I haven't As gotten the, the old woman. Yeah. I haven't gotten the uh, old woman to love me yet, so we'll go with Frymeath. What, I remember he was okay. Really? He needed his wife. Oh, that... yeah. Grandma's still a, a total cunt. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I'd never use that language about someone's grandma, but... Well, I mean, it's nice that uh, I didn't. I did on your behalf, then, isn't it? You never know whose grandma might like it rough. Just you know, don't judge. Did Vaughn say that with his outside his head voice? <laughs> you know, I don't think Vaughn's yeah. even thinks in that space very often. So probably not. Okay. Are you Cause sure? Because it would be it as very close- good. <laughs> said it as close to your Vaughn's voice as you say most things. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I kind of did. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, that, was, that was probably him thinking yeah. it. It's canon. I like the idea it came out of his mouth unintentionally. Ericene turns and is like, well, I mean, I must have gotten it from somewhere. And then she shrugs and turns back to this dude. What's this dude's name? BT Dubs? Molly Elra, but you can call me Mal. Oh, can you spell that for me, bro? I mean, I could. <laughs> M-A-L-I-E-L-R-A. M-A-L-I-E-L-R-A. See, I didn't hear that at all. Yeah, no, not at all. I heard Molly, and that's... Yeah, I heard Molly. Mal, I went, where'd that come from? I wonder if there's a reason this guy goes by Mal. <laughs> Mal. <laughs> Those syllable dice, man. Shit. I'll get you every um, time. <laughs> you haven't by any chance heard of um Lyriel, have you? Lyriel Suishona? No. No. But it's a big it's a big uh big country. Well, yeah, no, totally. But like you have heard of my grandfather and my grandmother, so like, you know, it's not unheard of that you might have heard of like other people. Your, your that... grandfather and I served together early in his career. Oh did, shit. Did he stay a shoulder soldier? Did he stay a soldier? No, now he hides in uh, the biggest library that I think might exist on the arcs outside of the university. Pff, fucking nerd. I knew it. Ericene <laughs>, <laughs>, laughs and laughs. She's like, oh yeah, you know, um, 
he focused a little too much on uh, some unsavory topics for a while, but uh, yeah, I think he's also a power player. I just don't know how. It's very fun. All of these things getting real like uh, into the nitty gritty and she like makes like a, you know, puppet master motion. You got a fucked up family kid. <laughs> oh, I know. I super duper know. Tell me about my grandma, because like, uh, I don't know anyone who would like tell me anything. What did you not like about her? Because I would really love to go back with some like shit on her. Only (laughs) met her once or twice before your grandfather kind of got removed from the productive chain of command, which meant I never saw him again. (laughs) Went from being one of us that actually went out and did things, being a desk jockey, although he looked pretty sad about it, and then just stopped. So I'm at a couple of functions where I was essentially the help and he wasn't anymore. And uh, your grandma's a real jerk to the help. <laughs> yeah, she still is. And I like glance at Grix. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I am bored. Are there nachos? Ooh. <laughs> Are there nachos? Uh, is there beer around here? Where do we go? Where's, oh, where's yeah. All do stuff? you have beer? Because um, beer is a strong term, but I was going to take you to Sophia. <laughs> You know, leader folks. So cool. Oh yeah, that would be good. Good too. If we can find a way to get some beer to you, we would love to because we run a brewery. Um. Well, these two run a brewery. I make sure I that drink they, at the brewery. I make sure that they can make some money ever. But we'd love to, you know, maybe get a trade situation going. Also, this is this is maybe like you know tenth or so on the list of things that need to happen. Mostly because yeah, um, we'd like to fix the world first. This yeah. is just our this is just our side, you know. This is just our side gig hobby. <laughs> Setting your sights low, I see. Uh huh. So low, like the lowest. Hey, at least we didn't start. We a rat came cast. to the ground, man. <laughs> All right, that was pretty How good. Would a rat cast work. Thank you. No, we've talked about that. It's like <laughs> a sub. Thank you. I, appre- <laughs> thank you yeah. I appreciate you too. Right. Hans is. Uh, I'm gonna realizing. get another old man to love me. <laughs> Vons is uh, suddenly conceiving of uh, his new uh, IPA. It's Imperial Parachute Ale. Oh. <laughs> Got to make it to the ground somehow. Also, uh, before we go in there, what the hell is a nacho? Oh, oh, Vons's face sinks. We explain. We explain. There are chips. Detail. And then you melt cheese on them, and you put like um, spicy things. That's it. We got to go back up. We we got to go back up now. How do we get back up there? <laughs> You've been saying that since we jumped, man. You got to chill out a little. You Just jumped. like live in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, we did. It was not a great situation. We really should have done something different. And you know, it's our first time coming to the ground. So like, how the fuck were we supposed to know? It really wasn't my idea. We did our best. We did our best, man. We did our fucking best. <laughs> we did everything we could think of. Okay. He looks at Jenkins past all. He's just like, and we're sending your responsible adult card. <laughs> Jenkins is just like, shrug. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> Dumb idiot. I mean, it was his fault. <laughs> Thank you, Vons. <laughs> Would you like to never use the lab again? <laughs> oh no, you want me to use the lab again? I'm I'm really good at the lab, great at labbing. <sighs> he's like a he's like a Labrador. 
and we're here at the tent. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank the gods. Is there <laughs> so, any particular way we should address uh, the, you know, your leader so that they think that we're, you know, super cool and nice? And semi-civilized? I've just been saying hail and well met to everyone, and I feel like that is not as cool a thing to say now as it was uh, at the time that the etiquette book that I was given uh, was written. <laughs> no, that's that's true. That's, yeah. I've been saying it a lot. And, you got that uh, out of a book? I've gotten almost everything out of a book, man. You, you've, you've seen the fucking library. You think yeah. Frymeath let me? You think Frymeath told me things? No. Mm, yeah. This confirms my uh, reason I don't read. So this is what you get. That Girl. confirms your reason you don't read. Sass <laughs> <laughs> seems safe. Because saying hell and well met sounds like a dork thing to say. Really? Okay, fine. Whatever. Anyway, should I say anything interesting or specific? How do you greet each other other than just, hey. Back home, we just sniff a lot. That's not true. (laughs) She usually likes to be called Sarah, and uh, we have a very elaborate introduction ritual. He pulls the flap aside. Sarah, strangers. (laughs) 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 Well, I'm not a stranger anymore. Hi, I'm Ericene, and I walk in. Sarah, overly emotionally intimate strangers. <laughs> Define strange. You. Fair. <laughs> well, on screen takes her hand, just kind of tugs you. Out of the tent. <laughs> I forgot Green was here. Oh no, she's right. We need to go find some nachos. And uh, and Mal goes and enters the tent after the rest of you, after giving some quick instructions to the other guards to presumably go back to their post. And. Uh, you see a woman in red hair, um, pretty damn tall, over six feet kind of tall. Looks like she's probably in her like early 30s at the outside, <laughs> wearing some leather armor that has seen some use and uh, looking at you all very curiously from behind a pretty small table that is set up in this tent. This is a bigger tent, and more importantly, relatively speaking, it is on the ground, so there's actually some space to move in here. Uh, is she human? Does she seem yeah, human? Yeah, human. Okay. Human or uh, very close to it. Huh. So entirely possible she's a half-elf, but you're in poor lighting. And Ericene, I think you know as much as most, there are lots of half-elves that just pass as human. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have to ask to be sure. And that seems rude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me about the cheese situation. Have we found any yet? Hi, uh, I'm Ericene. I'm Maven Wee. Um, how are you? We're from the Arx Multimus. Uh, I introduce everyone, including Morty. Um, <laughs> she kind of gives Mal a look, and he's just like, Flying Mountain, give you the history lesson later, don't worry about it. Looks back. Arx Multimus, then. Flying Mountain? Yeah. Yep. And I was worried tonight would be boring. <laughs> Hello, my name is Sarah. It's lovely to meet you. It's very nice to meet you. Um, how's it going? Tell us all about you guys. Uh, we're trying to uh, end the shadow corruption uh, and retake the ground. Um, retake the ground from who? Uh, uh, the, the shadow sh- corruption. The, the, the shadow corruption. Or, you know, just keep the mountain in the air. That would also be good. 
yes, we do also have this thing of we want to keep uh, the mountain in the air because it's currently losing magical power and that's a huge problem. But uh, in it a lot of- It would be pretty catastrophic if it, if it crashed. Yeah. Because there's like, you know, 10,000 people on the mountain and- um, Although now that I think about it, if it crashed, it might solve the corruption problem. Why? Well- because it would be it would be an extinction event. For what? No, there's the mountain been other... is not that big. The mountain's not that big. <laughs> wow. More sus- importantly, it's not dropping from orbit. <laughs> I suspect that the corruption is a bit of an extinction event in its own right. That's sort of what it seems like, more so than <laughs> the arcs extinct I, being an extinction event. Well, I mean, competing extinction events doesn't usually lead to non-extinction, right? just more extinction anyway uh that's what we're kind of trying to generally work on uh that mal brings over this clay jug uncorks it any constitution checks for the player characters Ooh. yeah i'll take a sip uh, nat 20 baby wealthy makes grabby hands oh shit that's a 23 total for for Ericene's con, which is very high compared to normal. Uh, Greg said 2d6 to whatever you roll. Oh my god. Really? Yeah. We don't know what's in this jug, but wealthy sure is eager. Uh, Vons, what did you get? Oh, I haven't yet. Hold on. Well, that's because uh, wealthy got to touch Ericene's hand for a good five (laughs) minutes today, and so she's feeling a little intense. (laughs) Vons is not rolling great today. I feel like you've said that constantly for like three months straight, Adam. <laughs> I know this die seems broken. I think so what did you get this time? Two plus uh, six. So eight. All right. And Grix. Oh, wait, no. Constitution. I get a I get a plus one in Constitution. Uh, nine. So nine. So you want me to add two D6? Like add both those mm-hmm. D6s? Yep. Okay. I got a 34. Grix. That's a bunch. Grix, the smell coming out of this jug calls to you. Ooh. This is this is what the jet fuel you like to drink grows up to be. Ooh. Somehow even more alcoholic. Ooh. It's like getting the 190 proof Everclear instead of the 170 or whatever fucking insane thing it is. <laughs> Barrel aged jet fuel. Oh yeah. Hey, uh, no open flames around here. Uh, Vaughn's you think you might not be able to smell anything for the rest of the night. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. This is worse than the harshest chemical spells that you have had <laughs> in your lab, or at least on par with several of them. Ericene, I believe you got, you cleared 20? I got a 23. You you shake it off. This is gnarly, but it's not the end of the world. And wealthy, you're a... I would have been at 26. You think you could, Ooh, that's... You think you could fuck with this? <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, hey, Vaughn, you notice how it's in a ceramic jug? That's because it eats through glass. (laughs) (laughs) Ericene's like, that's a kick. (laughs) Yeah, y'all get uh, clay cuffs in various stages of moderately good to terrible condition. They all hold liquid. (laughs) (laughs) And so everyone takes a shot communally because that's how this goes, I guess. Vons tests the, uh, he, he just like, uh, what, what do you call it when you like slyly pour it into a flask instead of into your face? Stealing? <laughs> kind of, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, make a dexterity check. Dex checks he's better at. Come on, don't fuck me this time. Uh, five is not great, but that's still the best roll of the night. Um, <laughs> oh, you're doing so bad. <laughs> well, this dice has not been easy lately. Um, again, we'll just appeal to, to whoever out there vends dice of an oversized and high visibility nature. Uh, oh, there it is. So uh, five plus one for my dex is six plus six is 12 on a prime. All right, no one's paying particular attention to you, so you manage to uh, slip this into a flask for later. It at least does not immediately eat through the glass. <laughs> oh, this would be his metal flask. Okay. Yeah, okay, you have some safe for later. I mean, that could be worse. Yeah, you could corrode it. You could, you could like, it could be, like, uh, interacting with, the, yeah, with or, the metal. Yeah, it could somehow, like, I, I, don't, I don't know how it would happen, but it could, like... Uh, uh, like dissolve some aluminum and form some sort of liquid thermite. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Grix. Yeah. Because you rolled so incredibly high to take a shot of this thing. Yeah. Uh, you, I'm not sure Grix knows this in character, but uh, you've made an impression, a positive one. Add a D6 to the rest of your charisma rolls for this interaction. <laughs> all right. <laughs> when they are made. But so Sarah goes, all right, now that we have that out of the way. So. I like you're getting to know you rituals. They mostly involve drinking. Uh-huh. They're very similar to ours. Got a lot of alcohol on your flying mountain. Oh my god, there's like a bar like every five blocks, like m- less in certain areas. Wow, yeah. that sounds like Mal's old man stories, but cooler. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, we like to drink. Uh, yeah, yeah. Could that be why y'all are having all your problems? No, I don't think so. They seem sure? to be unrelated. What do you mean alcohol uh... solves problems? <laughs> There's just not much of a travel industry. A number of my people with broken legs from falling off ladders late at night can attest opposite of that, but all right. You know your people, I know mine, so I'll have to trust your word. So, I assume you aren't just here to sightsee because that would be suicidal. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're really trying to get a few things done. Um, We genuinely want to figure out what's going on with the shadow corruption so that we can maybe someday uh, actually like fully eradicate it. Uh, And uh, in addition to that, we're at least trying to find a way to do uh, like a vaccine or some sort of inoculation so that people can't get corrupted and i was promised exotic ingredients that's true we did promise uh morty some uh exotic ingredients and (laughs) um uh it was pretty much the only way we could get him to leave the bunker uh bunker yeah there's a bunker on the coast that we uh Uh have been hiding out in um jenkins could tell you more if he wants to you're giving away the location of the bunker that's the, the coast it's not even is... on the coast. It's in like a not coast. Adam. But... Avons. <laughs> Adam, I know. <laughs> Adam is his new uh Adam is Vons' new uh code name. That won't be confusing at all. <laughs> no, not even remotely. Well, all right, we can talk bunker later. I look at I look at Professor Jenkins. Does he seem like that's a thing he wants to address? Because like 
I don't want to blow up his entire spot. He's giving you a what the hell look, but he's staying silent for now. There's a lot of coast. There's so much coast. All I said was on the coast. Glare. (laughs) You know what? Sometimes when you find people who have useful things to, you know, exchange, it's a good idea to trust them. (laughs) I'm not sure if Vaughn's can raise one eyebrow. But he's given it his damnedest. Can I do like an insight check on like the vibe in this place? (laughs) Like it does it have like (laughs) make a wisdom check. Does it have like you know, normal normal vibe, like normal people vibes, or does it have like (laughs) this is a fascist society? Wisdom check. Everything is extremely (laughs) subtly coded. Um that's a normal. What? Seems pretty normal. It but. seems pretty normal. I got a 19 plus 8 is 27 on my wisdom. All right. That's a pretty good roll, I guess. The vibes in this tent are weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder why. Who could have caused that? Um, <laughs> Impossible to say. Were they weird before or after <laughs> that tire roll? They were weird kind of after the most recent stretch of conversation. All the people you met so far seem like pretty normal people. They all look pretty haggard. They all look pretty... Shit is obviously rough out here, but at the same time, walking in, you know, there weren't that many kids, but the ones you did see were playing. Like you saw people relaxing and talking to each other, doing kind of domestic things that you don't do in situations where you're like, I'm going to need to run away in five minutes. Mm-hmm. It might be, I need to run away in an hour, but not five minutes. <laughs> sure. And it doesn't, it doesn't have like a, you know, oh, we were walked through town, like people like, you know, ushered their children inside, like looking all suspicious, like people were suspicious, but not in the like, this person's going to murder us way more in a like, there are strangers and strangers aren't immediately trusted, but it's not like, you know, they're not assuming you're going to just flip out and kill them all or anything like that. Okay. You, You would rate it given that check, you would rate that at healthy suspicion for an isolationist okay. group in a dangerous world <laughs> i'll be like i mean you don't have to trust us but like you seem like good people and i just feel like it would be a good thing to be able to say that you know there are good people down on the surface i mean we like to think we're good people but i'm not sure what we can do to help you with your uh, lofty goals i mean you could tell us what you know about the shadow corruption do you know anything i mean not like, you know, no, but like if you've been if you've been a, you know, relatively cohesive uh group for as long as you have, you know, 600 years or whatever, as long as the arcs has been in the air, I figure you all probably have some sort of experience with knowing what to do, knowing what their patterns are, having some kind of understanding of like what their what the shadow corruptions deal is. I mean, we're out in the wilds, you know, wilds, wilds. Don't stay uh-huh. near, don't stay near any of the old cities, mostly because there's open ground there. No good found, uh, cut deals with creatures far more powerful than you and hope their price doesn't become unbearable. Cause you're going to have to pay it anyway. Get lucky, be ready to run and, uh, stay in relatively small groups. And don't get me wrong. We meet up and it's a grand old time when we do, but, you don't want to build any big settlements because uh, there's only so much our benefactors can do for Yeah, that makes sense. 
or rather it's easier. And uh, last time someone tried a big one, it didn't end well. So we don't do that anymore. I mean, that part definitely appeals to Vons. What do you know about, because um, we did visit one of the cities, um, Rainyalongo, and it was in pretty good shape. Um, it looked like they actually had shipping going on in the port, which really surprised us. Um, like, well-maintained ships and something being transported. Like, yeah, like cranes and shit. I mean, yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Commercial. Their, their equipment's physical equipment. They presumably have to get it out there somewhere. Don't get me wrong. One of those things can tear you apart with its bare hands if it wants to, but it's uh, they seem to like to fight with actual weapons. Hmm. That's interesting, though. Old man here says they fight with recognizable styles. Oh. Mal just kind of grunts. Uh-huh. I look at Mal. I'm like, tell me about that. It depends, but I recognize some of them from learning counters and such and training back in the day and that one war, but it was minor. Anyway, I don't know if they're working off muscle memory or what, but they aren't just hacking and slashing at you. And if they have a mix of weapons, they know how to use that mix of weapons. Small unit tactics are pretty good, all things considered. Always travel in pairs. Uh, was a long time ago when I saw them actually mass any sort of big army because uh, we stay hell away from any of that yeah that's fair but uh organized lines march in formation shield walls once wow shield wall ericene's like i've only ever heard of shield walls in like you know military tactic books and shit you need a lot of people you need a lot (laughs) of people a lot of metal and a lot of training so i don't know what things are like when you're flying mountain but depending on the layout it might not even be useful yeah i mean it's it's your standard like cone (laughs) I am assuming you're getting attacked in the first place. Oh, I don't yeah, suppose constantly. you're from a land of milk and honey that has no shadow. No, no, we're not. No. Well, damn, there it's, goes my um, vacation plans. I mean. Oh, no, you should totally vacation. You should totally vacation there. I was thinking of building a hotel. If <laughs> nothing else, I would love to see the expression on my grandmother's face. Ah, that almost and might I, make like, it worth smile. it. And I like smile. I'll consider learning to fly just for that. Well. Shoulder doesn't move as well as it used to, but I'm sure it can flap my arms. I'm, um... So, bad news up there still? Yes. Uh, we explain about the magic depleting from the mountain. Um, there does seem to be this sort of group that knows about it that's in the higher-up uh, echelons of the society that's trying to keep it secret, and we just don't know what to do about it other than try to fix it or try to fix what's wrong with the power structure in the arcs so that someone is allowed to actually like think about fixing it. It's all very messy, but if all else fails, you know, like if the mountain fails and falls out of the sky, you know, we need to be able to know that there's a way that not everyone will die. And that's another part of why we've come down here is to, get more of a lay of the land than other people have gotten who are not in the military doing, you know, supply runs or whatever. Yeah. Also Jenkins disappeared because he's a little fucking shit who doesn't understand (laughs) how to leave a note. And she (laughs) glares at Jenkins again. (laughs) It's becoming a bit. If only for Ericene. Jenkins looks very, very tired of this. (laughs) So tired. (laughs) Sarah is just kind of leaning on the table and it's like, we could try to 
help you learn how to survive down here. I mean, it's hard, but it's not complicated. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you'd have to get used to not having very much. And I don't know how well that plays for people who live on a flying mountain. I mean, for some people, it'll go better than others. The people who manage to get an entire parquet floor for a ballroom probably will not take it as well as uh, people who, I don't know, already were trying to live in a den. A par what floor? Oh, parquet is... We got old people who don't like Mm -hmm. change, I think is her point. Yeah. Parquet is this kind of um, fancy wood tile thing that um i'm sure that super matters to them (laughs) well i mean i'm just when someone asks a question i try to answer it it's rude not to you're calling me rude now no (laughs) every minute that you and i are in the same place i either think it or i say it but I still appreciate you. And that's what's important. (laughs) (laughs) Alara puts her arm around uh, Ericene and Wealthy's shoulders, you know, one arm each and goes, hey, remember when Vons wasn't there before getting elbowed in the ribs by Green? (laughs) (laughs) I do vaguely. Yeah. Someone got a little more paranoid in that time. Hmm. Yeah, I think I ate something weird. Uh, anyway, Ericene turns back to Sarah and, uh, Mal and is like, anyway, that's our deal. So not sure how much we could help you with the magic mountain thing. Uh-huh. We don't have many people who can use magic to begin with. Um, I suppose you could ask the Fae. They might know. I would be very careful how you deal with them. But uh, yet another thing that I, uh, learned a little bit about in books. Whatever the book said, it's probably worse. Oh, yeah. The book actually said it's much more complicated than it is possible to write about. So (laughs) I would definitely expect that. (laughs) It's a, well, I guess correction. It is usually simple, but painful. Yeah. Does your mountain have a lot of firstborns that people aren't attached to? I don't know that anyone has a firstborn that they're not attached to. Is that normal? It has happened repeatedly historically, although... Not recently, thankfully. Hmm. What the hell kind of question is that to ask? <laughs> Welcome to living on the ground. <laughs> it's actually a totally pragmatic question to ask. You're also going to have to deal with getting rid of an attitude like that. No offense, it's just illustrative. <laughs> you eventually settle in, but uh, from what I understand, from what Mal tells me when he's drunk and weepy, he shoots her a glare. <laughs> it, uh, ethics changed. And we try to be good people, and we are most of the time, but it's a decent number of hard choices, which is why no one wants my job. <laughs> I understand. That makes a lot of sense. You seem like you're doing okay, at the very least. <laughs> I mean, I try. Sounds like I do better than your leaders. Yeah. Why are they keeping it a secret? That seems dumb. Oh, because um, they don't want everyone to panic. Well, Everything is sort of on a need-to-know basis with regards to how the like power structures actually work. We have a city council. We have sort of aldermen to like, you know, it's like your neighborhood contact, but um, overall 
Oh, kind of like those the, people okay. don't actually have any power. <laughs> hmm. Have you considered changing to a system where there's if people the possibility don't know of that, violent accountability? If well, you know, we've thought about that actually. It's also difficult to have a violent uh, overthrow um, if the people are not already behind you. Mm. Well, that seems fucked up. A little bit. I mean, I keep bit. saying something, but I don't know about the violence. Then there's also the whole BRTL situation that, Va- uh, yeah, uh, Morty is the most uh, concerned about. Pretty sure they're behind most of it. Yeah. Bjartels is this sort of um, drugstore chain. Um, uh, what? <laughs> um, medicine, like okay. medicines, um, but in like a all of the different kinds of medicines are in one place. They get pre-stocked, so if you you know need something, you just go to that place. Also has like you know some basic hygiene stuff and candy at the front and like there's one or two locations that now like they also sell beer and you um and you pay money for it though um yeah uh capitalism is a hellscape uh and i don't recommend it but it is what uh they decided uh some years back and uh now we're uh mildly stuck with it it's really hard to have um anything other than capitalism um when you have that many people um, if you don't, uh, if you don't make the, uh, the system for exchanging, uh, goods and services for work, um, be somehow extrapolated to money, um, it gets really messy. Okay. <laughs> Ericene could go on a lecture about economics and why, why things have to be, uh, <laughs> You, uh, you don't think you'd get very far with this audience. I don't think so, no. <laughs> I look at Mal and I'm like, surely they had money back in the before times, right? I mean, yeah, but then we were all busy not dying and then it just kind of became a barter thing. Overhearing this, Vons realizes that they're on a barter system and starts collecting twigs and fur to make more Q-tips. Uh, and... uh <laughs> I don't know if that'll show up on the recording, but it was very good. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, yeah, bands of survival groups for a long time. We met up pretty quickly and tried to figure things out. But, you know, silver's pretty and all, but it doesn't do a lot. Yeah, I mean, if you don't need money, you don't need money. Yeah. And it will just go away. But, like, we we never stopped needing money, so it never went away. <sighs> Still, medicine in stores seems nice, even if it's a store. Yeah, I mean, um, we have a person in our group who can make it, and that's why he's so suspicious of uh, the Bjartels. And why he's searching for boxes to make himself a little stand out of, although not entirely sure what he intends to trade for. What? uh, Does your mountain lack boxes? Oh, we, we we have all kinds no, of stories. No, he's going to try to make uh, capitalism happen here if you don't stop him. <laughs> I recommend stopping him. I haven't figured yeah. out how, but I recommend that. Did I mention violent overthrow earlier? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. At any rate, we have fur to trade and venison, and we can show you how we do what we do. Do you have a way to get back to your mountain? I, I'd assume so. Uh, we will. 
yes, we do have to find the rest of our group. Um, and there's some stuff we have to do back at the bunker. But yes, um, we would love to trade. Well, we can do that. Vons, I'm guessing that you have some sort of a very small store since we haven't used any since we left of uh, like cure light wounds or because they seem to need medicine. Maybe we could trade. Um, I imagine he does. Let me check. Because if they have fur, that's definitely something that uh, would probably fetch a nice price uh, up on the arcs. Vons is very uncomfortable at the idea of selling fur. <laughs> that's fair. It's not selling fur. It's bartering for fur. Not better. Uh, leather might be less disturbing to Vons. It's another step removed, kind of. He's got like a, a bag made of human, if that's what you're asking about. But it's not. Um... He left it back at the arcs. <laughs> Man, those are rare. That store got shut down like right away. <laughs> 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 why human are humans are uh plentiful and uh self-renewing resource that was that guy's argument too <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't imagine that you'd be selling actual leather with minotaurs hanging out that that doesn't seem better <laughs> i think there must be a very uh, fine and careful line drawn between you know beast folk of various sorts and beasts of the non-sentient variety <laughs> Yeah, between folk and, you know, animals. Yeah, exactly. That said, I imagine there's still some, uh, there's some vibes. I imagine different groups tend to use different materials. I feel like a lot of humans would feel weird about using monkey skin for stuff. I would be surprised if we had monkey skin on the arcs. Oh, no, I just form it as an example in our world. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, sure. I suspect that's why oh, humans okay. feel weird about selling monkey stuff. Probably the dominant reason. <laughs> Also because monkeys are creepy and evil. Um, well, are humans better? Not really. So how many Cure Light Wounds potions do you have? I have. Uh, I feel like we spent maybe like a couple of days getting ready to like come back out. Um, yeah. Yeah. If we take my loadout back to what it was, like I just uncross all of the things that I had before I like in the previous adventuring and whatever. Mm -hmm. and just assume that he had time to remake everything apart from this call lightning over here. Um, he would have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight cure light wounds is I have to count them that way because they're on different appendages. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're, <laughs> if you're a medicine maker here can provide us with medicine, that would be worth a lot to us. What about glue? Do you need glue? He's pretty obsessed with making glue. Oh, glue is the best. Really good glue. <laughs> Usually what we need to make needs to be able to break down and be moved. So glue is of limited use, but I'm sure we could use some of it. That said, there's only so much we can offer you. You seem to come from a, well, magical flying city in the sky. And it seems hard to think of what a band of somewhere between nomad and refugee can offer you. <laughs> I guess... I mean, the furs will help because that'll help us offset some of the cost of um, what we had to pay other people to help us get down here. And um, I think just knowing that, like, you know, we can rely on you for your your knowledge, just knowing that there's people 
if there's a way that we can know to get in touch with you again, that would be helpful. Um, depending on, you know, if you stay here for a while, we might get back here, but if you don't stay here, we might not get back here. Hmm. <laughs> like, is, is there an, a way that we can, you know, know where you are? I, I imagine you are the ones who uh, left that note on the cross sign. Oh, yes, yes, we are. Yes, that was us. us. Our our scouts found that and then waited till the designated time. You did not show when they left. Yeah, stuff came up. It sounds like you got, I would assume, lucky. Who helped you here? Uh, Jelsum. I retract my statement of lucky. (laughs) Although you're still alive, so lucky again it is. Yeah, luck. He was a real uh, weirdo, but... um... I believe his heart is in the right place, but that it is buried very deep down. (laughs) He seems to think everyone hates him, which I feel like is, you know, maybe more of like a psychological problem than um, like an actually everyone actually hates him. Wait, who hates who now? Uh, 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 Mr. S- Mr. Squab says everyone hates him. Oh, no, no, no. He hates everyone. Well, no, yeah, but both. But but both. Oh. It is somewhat but of it's... a self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, I try to anyway. deal fairly with him, but... He didn't seem like an unreasonable person. Just grating to be around for any length of time. Mm, maybe. Hard to say. We weren't around him all that long. Yeah, we weren't around him for more than like three days, so. That strikes me as a healthy way to encounter him. Yeah, according to him, eventually we'll just die anyway, so you know. Huh? Horrifying. He ate seed cake out of my hands. Twice. It's true. Did you offer him a fork? <laughs> No, I was just offering him the seed cake. I don't understand. Your I would have thought that the second time that you would have like offered it to him upside down so that you could just, you know, drop it into his hand. But then you still like, you know, offered it like your hand was a plate. So I figured maybe that was a thing for you. I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah. People get strange in the woods sometimes. Yeah, well, that's like I said, you know, we came out from the woods and we were acting like crazy people. So, like, maybe that's maybe you should, you know, not think that we're absolutely unhinged all the time. It's been a hot minute since we talked to anybody we didn't know. You know, you just get into those like little, you know, like, oh, like just giving a look means a lot. Well, you know, maybe maybe that's what had happened. Impossible to say. <laughs> I've officially lost track of what's happening here. <laughs> that's fair. I think um I think uh Morty was gonna give you some uh curolite wounds. Give and yeah. And you yeah. were going to give us some furs. Um the only question is how many furs What do you want fur for? Grow your own. Giving you the knowledge to find us again requires a certain amount of trust. Yes, that's true. That trust cannot strictly be bought, but medicine no. wouldn't hurt. We'll still cut you a fair deal. It's more uh, the availability. What if, what if we give you six of our cure light wounds and one of the glue? Oh, you know what we should be trading for? What's that? Oh, uh, lumber uh, tools. Lum- lumber harvesting devices. These trees how fetch are, a mint up in the arcs. How are we going to get the how are we going to get the, the wood back up onto the arcs? What's the weight limit on Grix's magic dragon? <laughs> uh uh two thousand pounds? No, a thousand pounds. Okay, Grix on there and like, you know, nine hundred and fifty pounds of lumber. 
I shouldn't uh, encourage you to do this, but <laughs> we could make a whole thing out of that. Just make an industry out of shipping wood up here. You would have to uh, cut down trees without the thing that patrols the woods noticing you. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the main thing. Is like sneaking through the woods is one thing. Felling trees is a whole other. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all the stuff that you're seeing in this city is made out of, or this you know village is made out of. The kinds of branches that you could drag back with a single person. <laughs> yeah, they they aren't they aren't milling lumber here. <laughs> yeah, so it's in very Von specific circumstances. Vaughn's eyes are definitely bigger than his paws. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's that's Ericene's thought is um, six of the Curelite wounds because we can't be without Curelite wounds entirely, and she's out, and I'm guessing other people are out, and then one of the glue. How much? Our fur is worth in your flying city. Uh, hey, Ian, how much are furs worth in our flying city? Uh, it depends on what condition they're in and what kind of fur they are. However, probably a lot. I will double check real like, quick because Monsters and Treasure gets weirdly detailed. So maybe I'll get lucky. For like, uh, I'm guessing they have like, um, like maybe like an elk herd or something like that. Yeah, you weren't sure exactly the creature, but um. But like something, you know, with like a, a warm coat and yeah, um, that would make sense for down here. And like, you know, fairly large and semi domesticatable or like deer, like a like elk or deer, maybe is what I was thinking. Oh, boy. There's the price for a wooden gourd. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, hey, a there's wooden. actually a whole thing for fucking animal pals. Of course there is. What? What about? Uh, Go back to the wooden gourd. Why would it be a wooden gourd, though? I do not question the handcrafted item subtable of the treasure tables <laughs> in this game. <laughs> or that way, led madness. <laughs> start now. Yeah. If uh, you think if you got the whole pelt with fur, you could probably get at least 100 GP per and probably significantly more. Um... Especially if you sell it to like the right person. It's one thing if you sell it to an armorer who's just going to strip the fur and use it for its base leather. It's another thing if you take it to a fine clothier who can use it. And how big are the pelts, uh, like, for us to carry? Uh, you, they'd have to show it to you, but um, pretty fucking big. That said, you could probably carry, like, a half dozen of them without too much issue, especially spread among the group. We're talking okay. at least, like, bedroll size per. Okay. okay. But they're heavy. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. That's kind of what I thought. Um, also, uh, Ian has never hunted deer so or skinned them, so sorry, dear <laughs> listener, if you... Uh, dear listener. Waka, waka, waka. <laughs> no shit, I don't. <laughs> also, if you're a listener who is a deer and is deeply offended, we apologize. Also, write to us at letters at primaryattribute.com because we want to hear from you and your experience. Yes. I mean, asking if the deer listens is one thing. Asking if they can write, that seems like another step altogether. They mean need like some kind of parent or guardian to help them. They did access the podcast somehow. That's true. They oh. did. At any rate. Yeah, you think a half dozen of these is totally doable. I think that half I think that a half dozen, um essentially like with the medicine as a show of good faith, um, would be a great a great um a great trade. What do the rest of you think? Uh, yeah, worth a shot. Also, because the cure light wounds is, um, you know, not worth that much. <laughs> so they're, they're not worth a lot until you need them. <laughs> you know? Yeah. They're not worth a lot until you need them. And even, 
you know, Ericene could buy a Cure Light Wounds at Bartels for like 30 GP. And if <laughs> each of these is going to sell for, uh, you know, more than 100. Yeah. That yeah. would definitely be cost effective. That doesn't stop Vaughn's from staring at you hard with his arms crossed. You're the capitalist, you dick. Oh, no, it was the uh, this ain't worth much comment. I that was Aaron Meta. Their nose is always bleed this much. What? Their nose is always bleed this much. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, it's a real problem. I guess Harris mighty thin up on the arcs. At any rate. I'm sorry. I thought you all understood that I was that was meta <laughs> on my part. I understood, but this is funny. <laughs> okay, fine. I don't know about everyone else. <laughs> At any rate, that deal sounds good to them and they'll take it. I will need it's gonna take a it's it's gotten to night at this point for sure. And they're willing to put you up for the night, especially if you have really any gear to sleep in. Like you can definitely get a spot on the ground near a fire. That's no problem. Yeah, that sounds good. And, uh, you know, and like not a tarp, but, you know, a kind of a lean to covering sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they'll take that deal as far as the medicine. Yeah, I'm not sure if they know how. I think I think Mal and Sarah have a discussion about how Mal's like, it's not worth that much. And she's just like, it will literally stop someone from dying if they're bleeding out. So I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's worth a lot to them. I mean, maybe. And also... I mean, if you're at negative nine, it'll still probably stop you from bleeding. <laughs> uh-huh. So they'll take the trade kind of with the promise of more trade in the future and the understanding that this is a good faith offer on both sides, essentially. Now, if you like that, though, are they saying that out loud? I think it's heavily implied. I think the um, I think Sarah probably I can't imagine Mal, who was around back when capitalism was a regular thing around here wouldn't step in a little bit and just be like, hey, I'm going to talk to you for a second and coach her on the fact that, you know, there's an exchange rate for these things. But at the same time, she is kind of just being like, times have changed and this is more valuable than it was. And maybe it's not valuable to them, but it's valuable to us. But if you guys like that, let me tell you about this mouthwash. It'll take me a while to make. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Also for uh, engine degreasing. Ericene is already terrified of what that is going to entail. Sarah just gestures at the the jug. That'll kill any bacteria in your mouth you need it to. And a few more besides. And the bacteria that is your brain. Kill bacteria? Yes. Sometimes uh, in order for good things to happen, you need to kill the bad things. Didn't you all say you're trying to get a vaccine or something for this corruption? Yes, Yes, that. Just because Vaughn's, or rather Morty, understands vaccines doesn't mean he understands all of medicine so is Vaughn's like a family name we keep getting them swapped around no 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 that's just our name for vaccines they're called Vaughn's kerosene <laughs> 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 size sure at any rate for getting back here uh, Mal can show you how to find us you'll probably need to range around a bit but because you'll need to find one of the signs like you did and learn how to find the trail. And we're going to describe the uh, the signs that I found uh, around the original sign. Yeah, the knife markings are what you're looking for, but it'll change past a certain point. We have to keep a couple of layers of different things. 
And oh, anytime someone okay. gets captured, we change them. So that's cool. Oh, okay. Uh, that's a lot of work. But yeah, good, good. Alternatives dying. Yep. So we can certainly try to have relations. Do you mind if I tell? Well, I don't Rephrase, care. Rephrase, maybe. Greg starts unbuttoning. <laughs> what? <sighs> Trade like... relations. Diplomatic relations. Yes. Whatever the fancy folk in the sky like to call them. Crix, you're cute. Uh, Please button up your shirt. Yep. The Oh, Ericene's like, oh, are you a different kind of person? And she like sort of like runs her her fingers along her collar. <laughs> that sigh is about what Sarah does. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like we just want to make sure we're following the local customs. We go places so infrequently. <laughs> Local customs usually involve not hitting on the diplomatic leader in front of the lead guard during a negotiation. I've literally never had that experience. Ericene's carriage has a sticker that says, when in Rome, get naked. I'm starting to be glad I didn't make it onto the Erks back in the day. <laughs> what? No, I mean, it's great. We're not all like this. I'm just a slut. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, that's great and all, but it seems stressful. <laughs> At any nope. rate. What Sarah was going to I'm ask. not stressed out. No, that's what the sledding's for. I, I, meant, so, uh... I meant for other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then yes, absolutely. It is definitely stressful for everyone else. At any rate, what I was going to say is that we do have gatherings and information trades with other bands. We are not the only traveling village out there. I assume you're okay if we let them know about you. Yeah. Uh, yes, definitely let them know that there is still uh, life um, on one of the flying in the, the flying sky. Mountains. In the sky, uh, Vons makes like magic finger <laughs> motions, jazz hands, jazz hands, in like big circles. She kind of gets this look and goes, "Wait a second. So you fly? Do you fly around the world? Yes. Do you know well, what we happened? don't." We float more than we really fly. Fly and fly implies. Do you float um, multiple locations over time? Travel, yes. if you will. Is it a, yes. is it more of a fly or more of an orbit? Do Do you know what happened to any of the other continents? We actually don't know what happened to any of the other continents or to any of the other, uh, you know, floating mountains. Cities. We thought we'd run into a bunch of them down here. I didn't think we'd run into anyone from there, but um, no, no, the continents. Figured they were like eventually just crashing down here. What? <laughs> not no. I mean, if you're crashing not. in more than one place, that strikes me as bad. I'm no expert in flying mountains, but <laughs> I mean, the momentum's gonna make it like go for a bit, right? There's gonna be like a big skid thing, uh, maybe a uh, trough of. How well, do mountains glide? Just imagine it's skipping across the ground. Like <laughs> it might skip a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's unfortunate. We've always wondered if we went across the sea, if it would be any safer, but it sounds like you don't know. Nope. No. And um, really, when you think about it, we're lucky that we even hit land at all. Well, we planned to hit land. Did we? I mean, we knew it was below us. We knew. We knew that. Like, we can see. Yeah, you guys. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. You guys made sure you were roughly Rough over orbit. where you needed to go. Yeah. Before you jumped off. Yeah, no, um, the, 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 the other continents are not seeming to do any better. Um, mm. Or I'm pretty sure they would have figured out how to uh, let all of us off. 
Anyway, I mean, should we try to go to other continents? Because, like, I don't... We came here because of Jenkins. Don't um, all the continents just float? No, Isn't that how what? it works? Like mountains, but, like, flatter? You haven't been off no. the flying mountain much, have you? <laughs> well, I guess by definition you haven't. Nope. Yeah, no. It's extremely tightly controlled who's allowed to leave, usually. So, yeah, friends in high places, huh? We just sort of, like, didn't um, tell anyone who didn't absolutely need to know. and um, That works, too. <laughs> Love a good bit uh-huh. of insubordination. In the end, my grandfather, you know, helped us. So I assume that if we, you know, ran into trouble and couldn't get back, eventually he would tell someone that we had been lost. So... You know, there's that. How long have you been down here anyway? Oh, like a good week and a half, maybe. Did you tell them how long you'd be gone? (laughs) I think we sort of assumed like a month or two. All right. How long has it been? I literally just said it. (laughs) No, I'm not paying attention. Vons has become unstuck in time. (laughs) Oh, no. Vons is pondering exactly what it takes to make a continent float. Do all, all the islands like they're just floating, right? There's like it's just like a ball of water and everything's just kind of sitting on top of it. It's a big old game of continental bumper cars. <laughs> and how do they not run into each other? Can you like make them go faster? Is that what wind is for? People go to one side of the continent and wave fans really hard. <laughs> they get it to change direction. <sighs> but yeah, we can trade. Can. Make sure you know exactly how to find us again. And we can also keep a lookout for all of you. If it's so tightly controlled getting down here, or any of your folks that aren't you going to come? I think that that might be a next step, trying to figure out what to do. Okay. If you, I'm not going to offer an envoy because we don't have that many people, but if one of us visiting you becomes relevant, let me know. Oh, I mean, we would love to have you. Wonderful. You can stay in my house. <laughs> That's two times she said something in that tone in a row. With the parquet? With the parquet. You can see the parquet. Yay. It's very pretty. Yay, come around to all the bars. Oh, yeah. It'll take a couple weeks. That sounds good. For now, enjoy the village. Everyone should be kind enough. I will walk around and let them know that you are not scary. Oh, thank you. That is so sweet of you. That is so sweet of you to say. I try Uh, very hard to not be scary. And I can tell you make friends everywhere you go. By how smoothly I this has been going. Super duper do. Oh no, and, everyone. Um, everyone loves me. I'm sure uh-huh. that's true, Vons Morty. Just, just Morty. Just everyone Morty. keeps saying Vons Morty. <laughs> She's grinning at you. <laughs> <laughs> Vince Morty is my father's name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Fair enough, then I'll call you Morty. <laughs> but alright. So you all go and set up for the night, I assume. Uh-huh. Yep. And it's pretty late, so Is there a is there a like a like a public house or a common area that we can stay in? There's not like an inn as such, but there is um kind of a gathering area of tents that's bigger than the others, and people seem to you kind of notice as it gets a little bit later that as people wrap up whatever they were doing for the day, people seem to kind of be flocking over there. And that's where like storytelling and stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. So that's probably your best okay. bet. And then they're gonna put you up under like an overhang. <laughs> sure. With a fire, you know, warm and stuff, but uh, everyone's roughing it out here and they don't really have any spare tents. <laughs> sure. At least not for that many people, as you guys have with you. 
But yeah, so all right. I guess uh, as you all drift off to sleep in a hidden village and some narrow gullies, we'll uh, pick up there next time. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all our blazed posts. Is that really the term we're using these days? Castles and Crusades is published by Troll Lord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by, well, me, that's Adam. This week's editor was Ian. Thanks, Ian. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. Who's who's your like big no, I'm goal? not playing that game. Come on. Oh, Aaron's big goal would be like uh like Patrick Stewart. Aha. Uh-huh. No, uh-huh. that's not true. You don't want Patrick Stewart to come play No, Castle I want Jonathan Frakes to come play Castles and Crusades. <laughs> oh, with you're us. right. That would be better. <laughs> that would be a fantastic like a fucking madman. <laughs> yep. He's yep. the best. He's so unhinged. He spends most of his time directing these days though, doesn't he? Yes. And he has for, like, the past 40 years almost. Or, you know, he learned on Next Generation and... Yeah. He seems to like it. Can we get his character to just be a thinly veiled version of the host from the Believe It or Not show that he did? Fuck, yes. Please. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Or, no. Are there lava snakes in the tunnels under the... (laughs) Who can say? (laughs) Believe it or not. Um, no, because we also discussed my actual real one is Charo. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember when we talked constantly that was from like about Charo? Three or four. Yeah, yeah. I do okay. remember this very Yes, distinctly. and you're holding to it. All right. Um, I truly believe Charo would be fucking amazing.